So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, 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 what's up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here and just honored, honored that you take a little bit of time out of your day to tune in to what we are up to here and jump into some really important content. And what we're going to talk about today is a little bit more on the sort of uh, treatment side, the behavioral side. Uh, we're talking a little bit about what to do when a good thing turns bad. And this is so interesting. You know, um, our our program has uh, over you know thirty different tools or concepts that we that we teach and and really drive home in our clients. And we know that our clients are not going to masterfully execute all 30 of those. But what we hope is that in the process of learning all these tools and concepts, that a handful are going to stick and have a tremendous amount of impact. And it's interesting, we had this question come up recently from one of our clients, you know, which is basically what happens when a, a good thing turns bad? You know, what, what happens when journaling, which is this incredible tool, actually gets me more worked up, gets me more, you know, stuck in my emotions or whatever it might be. What what do you do then? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're going to try to look at this like we normally do uh, conceptually. We want to look at it from a principled level so that we can apply this whether we're talking about journaling or fitness or diet or whatever. Um, we're going to try to try to just get this down to the fundamental roots of it so that you guys can apply this because I'm going to guarantee there's probably something in your life that was once a good thing and now maybe it's not so much. You know, And how do you know when it's too much of a good thing? How do you know when it's just run its course? And how do you know when maybe it needs to be revived and resuscitated and maintained in your life? So we're going to jump into all of that really quick. Before I do that, uh, I just want to thank you guys for sharing. We uh, Our podcast has never been stronger. This has been um, just a lights out couple of months for us as we continue to grow. And a huge part of that is because you guys are sharing the word. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh my gosh, all the ratings, all the reviews, all of the episode shares that you guys have been sending peer to peer. It all makes a world of difference for us to get the word out and to change more people's lives. And so if you want to be part of changing people's lives through this content, please leave a rating or review on your uh, podcast player if you haven't done that yet. And if you find value in the content you're getting here, make sure you share it. Send it to people that you think might value uh, from it or that might at least find it interesting and would talk to you about it. Anything along those lines, please, please share it. That helps uh, helps us get the word out and it helps us accomplish our mission, which is to help men live uh, lives of fulfillment in all areas through practical education. And so that would just mean the world to me, and I know it would mean the world to them too. Okay, uh, let's jump into this. So what to do when too much or when for whatever reason, maybe it's not necessarily too much, but what to do when a good thing is no longer good, okay? Um, I gave the journaling example. This is really just one um, 
it's kind of one example, but you know, uh, let me give you another one. You know, you find an accountability partner, okay, or we call them spotters. We have a little bit of a different approach. So you find a spotter, and then that spotter ends up giving you some bad advice, and it causes you to relapse. So it's like, well, I got the spotter to avoid relapsing. He gave me bad advice, and now it's caused me to to relapse. So is this counterproductive? Did I waste my time? Was it a one-off? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we had a client recently who said that they have been dealing with loneliness and feeling alone. This is, gosh, this is like the silent killer in men in today's society. So he's feeling alone and he decided, I'm going to pray. And his his time of prayer was not effective. And he he had a hard time connecting with God and it furthered the loneliness. So what do you do in that situation when you've kind of, you know, you you did your part, you know, you you ran its course and you did the thing you were supposed to do. It's a good thing, but for some reason, it exacerbated the bad things that were already taking place. It it made the problem bigger or it just ended up being futile. Um, and so that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, the first thing we have to understand is that human beings have problems and the greater the pain caused by the problem, the more drawn we are to a solution. Now, there's a smaller percentage of the world or the population that can actually be driven towards a solution out of desire, excitement, pleasure, you know, just the sheer thrill of pursuit. But that is a minority. The the reality is most of us, you know, we have all these things that we want to do, but we don't actually do them until we're experiencing some sort of pain that forces us to do them. Okay, very, very important for us to understand. Humans seek problems, sorry, seek solutions to existing painful problems. Okay, that's a fundamental component. The second thing is that we are more drawn to solutions that are, that are low risk, that are familiar, or that offer a high degree of certainty. Those are the solutions that we will most likely be drawn to. If you needed your brain to be operated on and you could, um, you could work with you know, a neurosurgeon who is top ranked in the world and has done 10,000 operations just like the one he needs to do on your brain, or you could work with a neurosurgeon who is highly reputable, has all the same credentials, actually ranked higher in his class, but he's only done 1,000 operations. You're going to pick the guy who's done 10,000 because there is a familiarity there that gives you a certain degree of confidence and security that your outcome is going to be positive. It's going to be valuable. Okay, this, this exists, this whole approach exists in the little minute things of life. You know, I was just trying to buy a, a bell for my bike the other day. So that was a problem because there's people on my bike path who are not getting out of the way. So I need to communicate with them. I don't want to have to yell at them and be that guy on the bike path. So instead, I'm buying a bell, right? Now, what bell did I buy? Well, you, I went and found one on Amazon because Amazon offers me convenience. And, you know, I looked at something. Uh, I got the one that had a lot of really good reviews and was sort of in the price range that I was hoping to spend. So I had a problem. And the solution that I sought was based on you know a set of criteria, a set of values that I prioritized for that situation. All right, what happens when the bell that you ordered doesn't deliver? 
What happens when the neurosurgeon who is supposed to be incredible can't get the job done with your brain? That's the question that we're asking. What happens when you pick up a tool on the podcast or in our book or whatever it is? What happens when you pick something up and it just doesn't seem to cut it? What do you do? Well, there's really only two things you can do. Number one is you can try it again, all right? Uh, trying it again might mean that you do the exact same thing and you give it you know, a couple more reps or maybe you try it again, but you make some tweaks. So if I you know, bought a bell off Amazon, it's not working the way I want it to. Well, can I repair it? Do I need to return it? Did I get a faulty one, right? Um, or maybe I need to order a different one off Amazon. Now, what's going to happen if I order another one off Amazon and it doesn't work? I'm probably going to go into a store and buy one, right? So option number two is that you try something different to accomplish the same goal. And what happens if we're not careful, what happens is we put so much pressure on a solution to work. Now, you know, if the stakes are higher, like brain surgery, maybe this is a little bit different. But we put so much pressure on the solution to work that if it doesn't, we end up just succumbing to the pro- the problem. So it's like, well, you know what? I tried, I, I tried to get a bell for my bike. It was so, and, and you know what? It didn't work. I even went and tried a different one. It still didn't work. So I just thought, you know what? Forget about it. I'm just going to push people over on the bike path. <laughs> Obviously not a very good uh, problem solving piece on, on my part. Um, so there's there's that option, Right. Um, But the other option, the superior option, is that you and I remind ourselves of the problem and we simply reevaluate. You know, Thomas Edison, um, when he he discovered the light bulb, it was was, uh, explained that basically he had tried a thousand different models or prototypes before he found one that worked. And the, the reporter or somebody had asked him, you know, how did you persevere past all of those failures to eventually create one like what kept you going and he said those weren't failures those those were it was just one less option to solve the problem right like the problem was we want light that is powered by electricity that was the problem and he tried a thousand things and eventually on a thousand and one i don't think that was the actual numbering but you know what i mean He eventually found one that worked and that was the whole point. So in recovery, you know, when a good thing turns bad, these are your options. You can try the good thing again. You can try the good thing, but try it differently. Or you can eliminate the good thing and say, hey, well, at least I know this doesn't work for me and carry on. Now, one thing that I talk about a lot, I'm very passionate about instilling this in the guys that we get to educate, whether it's through our coaching program or here through the podcast or even on Instagram, is you have to know your season. So some solutions don't work because of the season you're in, but it doesn't mean that they're bad solutions. It just means that they weren't the right solutions for you currently, but they might become the right solutions for you at a later time. So be careful, pay attention to this, okay? Don't, um, don't just dismiss something, keep an open mind, but look, if it didn't work for you and maybe you tried it a couple times in a few different ways, then just shelf it, okay? Not a big deal, move on to the next one and keep searching until that good thing actually has a good 
result. So that's everything for today, guys. Again, if you found value from today's episode, please make sure you share it with somebody. And if you haven't left a rating or a review on your platform yet, please do that. That really helps us get the word. It helps us change more lives and it helps us make this world a better, healthier, more integral place. So that's the goal. Uh, That's what we're after and you can be a part of it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate you. Stay clean out there. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.